What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wildlife Control Podcast. My name is Kyle Waltz, and on today's episode, we're going to break down to franchise or not to franchise. That is the question that we're talking about today. There's so many different ways to grow your business. There's so many different ways to get money to grow your business, and you got to ask yourself the question, how am I going to do it? I have all these different options. Which one is going to work best for me? Which one is going to give me the lifestyle that I'm trying to live? And hopefully I can help you out with that today. So to franchise or not to franchise. So what is a franchise? Well, most of the chain restaurants, stores, businesses that you see today are franchises, which means the primary company that owns the trademark for that type of business, that owns the processes, the systems, the procedures to run that business, the logos, everything, they're receiving a royalty for someone else to use their processes, systems, brands, name, all that stuff. So McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, Wendy's, pretty much all the fast food restaurants. I think the only one that doesn't do it is uh, In-N-Out Burger. Uh, I think they only have a couple franchises. Um, a lot of your steakhouses are franchises. A lot of stores are franchises. Um, and there's there's a lot of service companies, believe it or not, that are franchise. Orkin is a franchise business. Not all of them, but some of them are franchises Critter control, franchise. So it works in all industries, clearly. But what are the advantages and the disadvantages to running a franchise? Or to, you know, creating your business model to include franchising your brand, your name, your slogans, your processes, your systems, your logos, all that stuff. Are you comfortable? with a stranger running your business in a city a thousand miles away? And if the answer to your question is yes, then you should maybe consider looking into this. Um, There's definitely some upfront costs. You definitely need to get an attorney. It's definitely gonna take some time. Each state, the laws are different, but this is something that anybody can do. So, Whenever I look into franchising, and we have looked into it, by the way, um, the the advantages that I see, and I I think that they do overpower the disadvantages. It depends on how you want to look at it. But once you put in the work and you get a franchise location open, there's an owner of that franchise, and everything is rolling. He went through your training. He went through... Uh, how to follow all the systems and processes. He has all the operations manuals. He has everything he needs to be successful. It's very passive. The only work that really you're going to have once you open that up, depending on how you structure the deal, the only work that you're going to have is to make sure you receive your royalty, make sure that they are compliant, and that they're following your quality standards. Another advantage is, advantage is there is less liability on your part. That, that uh, franchise that's a thousand miles away goes out and they do a job 
and they put a hole in someone's roof, you know, they an employee falls through. That's not your employee. That's that franchise's employee. So if that employee got hurt, it's not going to, going to affect you. It's going to affect the franchise. So there's a lot less liability and there's a lot of different situations there that we can go over, but that's a an obvious one. Another huge advantage is you can grow a lot faster. Once you get approved to run your franchise in all these different states across the country, you can grow your business very quickly. If you have a team, maybe that team is only three or four people, but if you have a team that is dedicated to doing nothing but opening up new franchises, you can get into a lot of areas really fast. You can find the right people to run the business and get things rolling. So your ability to, to grow is faster, and the reason why is it takes less capital. I mean, yeah, it's going to take some money on the front end. you got to pay an attorney. you got to pay uh, you know, this, the, the filing fees for each state for you to do business in those states. You got to get a lot of things set up in house. I mean, just to just to sit down and write up an operate an operations manual is going to take a lot of time. I mean, a lot of time. If you haven't done it yet, it is overwhelming. I did it for my business back in 2015. I think it took me a year because <laughs> I was working in the field full time. So I'd come home each night and type up a few pages. So it can take a lot of time. Um, you can focus on another business if you're running a franchise. So you've got you know 10 or 20 locations that are franchised. You've got your main core business in the main city that you're running your wildlife control business in. You can now focus on running that business in those other franchises. They have their own bank accounts. They're, they're set up in a way to where you have really nothing to do with it other than to give them that support. You know, you're going to have support staff that are there to help them in any way possible. But you can focus on your, your wildlife control business or another business. And you can take that, that royal, those royalties that you're earning from those other franchises and dump that into your business to help your business grow. And I think one of the biggest advantages is, you know, if you were to go out and open up, we'll just say 10 locations today, um, just you make that decision. You get after it. Over the next ten months, you open up 10, 10 individual locations. You're pumping Google ads. You're buying trucks. You're buying all the equipment, all the tools, everything. It's very expensive. There's a huge risk on your part. If things don't work out, guess what? Ouch. You're you're hurting. So, you know it's it's very beneficial for you because. It can be run by a small team, those franchises. You can have just a few people that might be running 100 locations. I know for a fact that Critter Control, before they sold to Rollins, they had a very small team uh, that was running over 100 locations. So there's a huge advantage to that. Disadvantages. Disadvantages, less control. How do you know if they're they're stealing from you? How do you know if 
you know, they're, they're taking cash. You're not, you're not getting ro- your royalty. Well, you know, that could be a possibility either way, whether it's a franchise or not a franchise, they could still be doing that. How do you know that they're actually following your standards? You know, it's, it's your name on that brand. If you own the brand, it's your name on the brand and people might come after you because your name's attached to it. You know, that can happen either way. But if you do own those locations as your own businesses, you have the control, you have the ability to go in there without going through litigation and closing down that operation and reopening it with a new person. Whereas if it's a franchise, yes, you can do that. You're probably going to have to go through court, though. It might not be that easy. Other advantages is, in, in, or disadvantages is you may not be able to grow certain areas as much as you would like to. If the franchise operator is not dedicated to growing their business and really growing, you know, if you want to see each branch breaking $500,000 a year, and they're all doing 200,000. Yeah, you're still going to make money, but you're like, "Man, what if they were all doing 500?" If they're doing 500, what does that change for me? Well, it changes a lot. So you really should look at that. You should really look at that and identify what can we do to kind of meet in the middle here to franchise or not to franchise. So let's dive into some more pros and cons, advantages and disadvantages of franchising versus a corporate owned entity. And, you know, I did a lot of research online because this is a topic I'm very interested in. I'm I'm really interested in in anything when it comes to growing your business. So um, let's, let's dive right into some more stuff here. So as a franchise, the brand owner is able to transfer risk ownership as capital investment for new business units are put forward by franchisees versus a corporate owned business. The brand owner assumes all risk on their own as any new business units will have to be funded from their own account. So basically what that means is, you know, when you decide, okay, I'm going to grow my business and add some new territories to my wildlife control operation, if if they're going to be yours, 100% yours, you get 100% of the profit, well, guess what? You also get 100% of the liability. When you sell a franchise and you open up an additional territory in somebody else, you're giving them permission to use your, your brand, your systems, your processes, etc. Maybe you provide leads for them. It, maybe you provide strategic support, whatever it is there's a lot less liability. So that, that's a big factor. Now let's talk about revenue generation. If I'm franchising, the franchise owner is able to collect regular payments based on a specified percentage of the franchisee's revenue. That's good. Versus corporate owned. It's my own company. All revenue generated for each business unit is solely kept by the brand owner. So in that situation, a corporate-owned entity is, is going to win, 
whereas in the the risk situation, a franchise is going to win. How about advertising and marketing? Look, if you're going to run a wildlife control business, we all know leads are important. Where are the leads? So if, if I have a franchise location, I'm able to share advertising and marketing costs among a group of parties, all of the franchises involved, and it may not necessarily have control over concept and direction, but there's, there's an opportunity there. Whereas a corporate-owned entity or location, I have to bear all the expenses on my own. Um, but I, I do have full control over the concept and direction. So really in that situation, it's pretty equal. Franchise or corporate owned, I'm going to say it's a draw in that situation. Now, how about a motivational push? Where's the motivational push at? Well, in franchising, on their own, the franchise should be highly motivated to ensure the business becomes a success as their own investment is at stake. Absolutely. You know, when you go out and open up a new location, if you have a manager or an employee that's running that area and they have not invested any money into that, what do they have to lose? Well, the only thing that they have to lose in that situation is a job. Whereas when somebody commits to a franchise, typically there's going to be an initial fee that they have to pay to the corporation that owns that brand. So they've already invested money. So if, if it doesn't work out for them, they could have potentially lost their investment, which is a problem. Whereas corporate owned, well, we all know that the brand owner will have to constantly track employee performance and implement measures to ensure staff motivation is optimal. I can relate to that. I know many of you can relate to that as well. Um, I mean, I, I can't even imagine, <laughs> you know, I, I just think about in a situation where you've got, I mean, we have 10 locations in a situation where you've got 20, 30, 40 locations, it has got to be a lot of work to track all that. Um, so in that situation, look, I agree. Franchising is definitely going to be the winner when it comes to motivational and having skin in the game to make sure that that location is successful. And, you know, when it comes to success, there's two things that are important, obviously, that you've got to make sure you have. you got to make sure you got manpower. And then more than anything, you got to make sure you've got payroll covered. Without payroll, you don't have employees. Without employees, you definitely do not have a business in our industry. This is a, a labor to, to do wildlife control. It is a service that we're providing. So it's human capital. So with franchising, the brand owner is able to maintain a smaller manpower. Um, franchisees are going to be responsible for hiring and managing their own staff. They're going to handle all of that. So that's completely off of your plate. Whereas in a corporately owned structure, my structure, I've got to go out and make sure we have enough managers on staff to keep everyone in those territories moving and, and, and bringing in sales daily. Otherwise, payroll's a problem. So in that situation, again, franchising wins without a doubt. Um, how about management of the business, control of the business, the operations? Well, in a franchise, you're going to have minimal control. 
Um, the franchisee is going to take over the operational side of it, the management side of it, all aspects of the business. And you give them a guide, you give the franchisee a guide to follow, which is your standards. And if he does that, he should be successful. Whereas in a corporate owned business location, we have total control as all the business protocols and processes are executed by the business owner, by you, by me, and we're able to really make sure that everything works out perfectly. And in that situation, without a shadow of a doubt, the corporate-owned structure wins tenfold. Now, when we talk about expansion here, I think this is the biggest win ever. Because, look, we're all in this for the same reason. We just, we're not doing just doing this for fun, Okay. I mean, I would be in business no matter what, no matter where I am in life financially. However, right now, I'm a younger guy. I've got plenty of time to get after it. I want to grow. I want to expand. I want to get my boots on the ground and push with 158% or more to get my business to the next best place. And with franchising, it allows you to grow a lot faster. I can expand super quickly. Um... And the franchisees are going to be responsible for developing and operating those units. Super beneficial. Whereas if we were to go out and open up 200 locations, 100 locations, I got to take on investors. I got to have a lot of capital. I've got to have some type of backing to push that brand across the country. And, you know, the, I, I, it's just going to be too much work for me to do 200, 200 locations in 12 months or in 16 months or whatever. Uh, you know, if I'm going worldwide with it, that's even more location. So in that situation, when it comes to expansion, franchising is definitely a bigger opportunity. So what do you say? So who wins here? You know, I don't really know who wins. I think it really just depends on what you want and what you're after. Um, I think in each situation, there's strengths and weaknesses. If you are a control freak, and that is not a bad thing, by the way, if you want to make sure your quality is the best of the best and your standards are met always and you don't have guys out there selling stuff under price card, you don't have guys up there selling things that you don't want your business to sell because it's too risky. You know, You don't want your wildlife technician selling roofing. We are not a roofing company. We do not have a roofing license. Um, you know, you just don't want to kill your brand, right? There's nothing wrong with that. That's in a way that is being a control freak. It's not a bad thing. You know, when you open up franchises, I don't know if you saw the movie about McDonald's, the founder, great movie if you haven't watched it. But after they opened up a, a few dozen stores, he goes into one of the McDonald's and they're selling lasagna, spaghetti, fried chicken, you know, this was not on McDonald's menu. So these guys were not following protocol. However, they still got to pay the founder of McDonald's. They still got to pay him his royalties. So, yeah, it sucks. They're, they're, they're screwing the brand, but he's still making money, right? So obviously he had to go in there and, and switch things up. And, and you would have to do the same thing if you're going to franchise your business and get it all over the country really fast. And I'm talking you know, three, four locations in a month. 
franchising is is really the only way do only way you can do that unless you've got a bunch of capital. I mean, it's going to take some serious cash to do that. Um, I just think it depends on what you want as an owner. Um, you know, I think both have positive, both have negatives. And, you know, for me, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. I like the fact of control. I like the fact that I have the ability to kind of do what I want to do as I see fit. And you have a franchise, you can't just start shuffling things around and changing things left and right. Um, you kind of just have to follow the protocol that you set in that initial agreement. Otherwise, you got to bring an attorney back in the mix and do all these things. And in, in, in a way, as a franchise, you're building a network of owner operators. And those owner operators can, can certainly help each other um, become successful. They can share their trials and tribulations and help each other. Whereas in a corporate structure, um, you, you're not dealing with people that have skin in the game. But there's more profit. There's more opportunity for profit there. There's more opportunity for control. There's more of an opportunity for pivot as well. So I think at the end of the day, you should probably just sit down. You know, if you're on the fence, you don't know what you're going to do. You know you want to grow. You know you want to make that decision. It's going to happen. Maybe you do have the capital. You know, maybe you're not trying to open up 200 or 100 locations. Maybe you're just trying to open up three or four. And I've been there. And after I opened up three or four, I said, man, we should open up 10 more. So it's just up to you of what you want to do. I found that 10 is a perfect number. Anything over that for me is, is almost too much. Um, however, you know, we're, we're still probably going to open up more. But once you get over that number, you might want to think about giving people some equity. Uh, Steve Demore, who was on here a while back, that was one of the biggest things that he said he did not do that he wishes he had had done is given some of his top employees some equity in the business. So they had a little bit more skin in the game um, so they can make sure the business was successful. And, you know, when you're when the bottom line affects your pay as an employee or as an owner or an investor or whatever, you're really going to be looking at sales coming in, expenses coming out, and you have a reason for that thing to be super successful. So um, I, I highly recommend and, and that's kind of what I do with everything is I sit down, I make a list. What are the pros? What are the cons? What are the liabilities? What are the advantages and disadvantages? And I go with whatever I think works best for my lifestyle and for what I'm trying to accomplish. So I'm not going to make that decision for you. I mean, I think that, uh, it just depends on the owner. So, um, Look, I hope that helped you. I hope it opened up your, your mind a little bit to the opportunities that are out there. There's several companies out there that are doing franchising. Um, I'm not really familiar with all of them. Um, I do know that it's a, it's a great way to grow your business. If that's the road that you want to go, it's certainly uh, there's certainly an opportunity out there. And I do not think it's being taken advantage of as, as much as it could in wildlife control, as well as in other service businesses, by the way. Um, there's not a ton of pest control businesses doing it. Um, there's not a ton of other types of businesses that are doing it in the service industry. And you might want to think about that as well as a little side hustle. So guys, I hope this found you well, and I hope you guys are all super successful. Thank you.